I mean, it's kind of cute, right? Hello, and welcome back to Kinda Cute, and if you're new here, welcome. My name's Bailey Evan, I'm your host, and on Kinda Cute, we discuss articles from the cut and my general pop, pop culture, culture musings. <laughs> Spoiler alert, as you can tell from that little cameo, we have a special guest today. She was actually probably my first ever guest. We did a Taylor Swift uh, album review. For which album was it? I Shit. think it was for Reputation, oh the my Lost God. album. Wow. <laughs> throwback um this is elena she is my bestest friend from college we've been friends for 14 years hi everybody it's a pleasure <laughs> to meet you in person she is my pop culture soul sister um this is like a complete tangent but the one time i was very alarmed about elena was when it was you know past summer and you know, there's always like a hit song of the summer and she didn't know little Nas X's old town road. And I was like, we need an intervention. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being a human that didn't know that song existed? It's because she was getting worked to the bone, guys. She's also a fellow lawyer. We uh, love to hate it. She's. Can I say that you work for a video game company? Sure. Isn't that so cool? She's a gamer girl lawyer. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Um, We last night went to the Harry Styles Love on Tour concert. So we are currently in Philly. That's why we're together. We're recording live in person together. This is kind of how Harry recorded, actually, a lot of his albums in the hotel room. Oh, wow. Fitting. Yeah. So it feels cool to be holding like a fancy mic in a hotel room. We both have bedazzled mics. Um, The one she's using is less impressive. I love it. Okay, so can we give a little recap of the show last night? Can you lead us in? Yeah, so Bailey coordinated, thankfully, because it it is a better fan experience, buying tickets through Lane 1. And for those of you who don't know, that's sort of a ticket setup where you're supposed to be able to circumvent all of like the nasty parts of being a fan, which is waiting in line for five hours. Turns out you still wait in line for approximately five hours <laughs> plot twist <laughs> but we were i mean nvd we were front row for harry styles like we were right up next to his bits and for me it was worth every second oh it really was and yeah just to give context like we've been to quite a few like one direction harry Styles. not uh, i mean we've been to it feels uh, yeah. like a few yeah so his last tour, we went, it was like back in 2017 and we went to two of his shows and his show in Atlanta, this trip was such a whirlwind. I like landed from the airport, got in the car and we went to get tattoos. It was my first tattoo. And I just remember this so vividly because I had just got off the plane, but we were going to be late to our appointment. So I get in the car and the, our Uber driver, bless her, was selling M&Ms for her child's school. And I just like housed a bag of peanut M&Ms because I was like, I cannot get a tattoo on an empty stomach. I will literally pass out and die. And then I think I made you have a marg. So. Uh, yeah, that was after. That became yeah. the tradition that we I get post-body modification margs. Like every time I get a piercing or a tattoo, I get a margarita. And I think it was spawned in that moment. Yeah. Um, but so that was the first day when we were in Atlanta. And then the second day we woke up at 3am, I think roughly to get to the line for the Harry Styles concert for a show that was starting at 8pm at night. Yeah. Like just imagine that time we were in line and this was four years ago. So, I mean, we were like 30. Yeah. You, I think you had just turned 30. 
No, I had just turned 29. Yeah, I had, and I think it was exactly 29 because we're like, wow, what a good way to end your 20s. Yeah. Turns out you do this in your 30s, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so we're sitting there, we're getting yelled at by security guards. There's girls running, there's girls pushing. We are in literally just imagine that that we wake up at three o'clock and somehow we were still like four people back by the time we got into this concert well because and something that you find even in this sort of more exclusive lane one experience is that these people we get older but the level of aggression from fandom it remains consistent like we don't evolve as a society when it comes to trying to be close to Harry Styles we are willing to do whatever it takes it's like what they refer to as that monkey like lizard brain we have that really comes out it is some it is like a scene from the mean girls where they all turn into animals and fight yeah and but the the beauty of being older at these concerts and Bailey and I discussed this on the way home is that these girls don't realize the resilience. They haven't built up the stamina. Like some of them were sitting on the ground and that's child's play because (laughs) you need to be standing up, boxing out your space, putting your elbows on the barricade so that they can't like edge their way in. But by the time you stand up, and these girls are ruthless. They're like 18 years old. And you hear them behind you being like, eventually one of these girls is going to go have, have to go to the bathroom and like we'll move in. And Turns you're like, out we don't. Now I'm going to hold it, bitch. Like the NASA woman <laughs> who wore a diaper. <laughs> I was very much so contemplating buying a diaper before we went. Yeah. I mean, it was if we had to pee our pants to be that close to Harry Styles. I would. Mm-hmm. I know it's pathetic. I know I'm turning 33. But age is nothing but a number. And... I feel, I never feel more alive than when we're in these moments. Yeah. And it was, you know, that was my, this was my first concert post, you know, like the beginning of COVID. And I, I thought I was going to feel weird, but there's just such joy in the room. When I look around and I see all these young people, I know in my head that we are much older and yet I don't feel old in those settings yeah yeah yeah, it's kind of like a fountain of youth I was just about to say it is the real life fountain of youth is doing joyous activities that make you feel young yeah it's really and I really I mean this is a tangent but we've been wandering around Philly all day and I think it's a really cool city it's so fun I love it we're actually about to go to Zahav which is literally one of my favorite restaurants of all time so I'm excited to be able to take Elena there for her first time and I think we're gonna ball out yeah get the like beverage pairing yeah um so maybe we'll like keep recording once we get home and we're like wasted but we'll see we might might have a night on the town actually we have so much more to tell we have to tell about their room shop we need to go more in depth we've met cool people we've seen cool things so stay tuned we'll be back soon (laughs) (laughs) all right it is the next day it is sunday we're back things to report uh, we also apologize in advance because there's a couple in the room next to us like having a blowout fight. So if you happen to hear that in the background, like banging um, items, that's what that is. <laughs> the casualties of hotel podcasting. <laughs> okay, so we were talking about the Harry Styles concert, right? And I feel like we didn't. We were in a rush when we were recording the first part. We need to give a more in-depth review. Yeah, I think we could should start with what was your favorite song? I really like Adore, Adore You. Yeah, that's when he got, I think his moves were the most seductive. <laughs> he was doing the, like, crotch rubbing. Uh-huh, I liked that. I liked that during, um, what, what's the, oh, 
what makes you he he does like a rendition of what makes you beautiful and he's just so spastic like i don't know if any of the words even really come out <laughs> yeah he's just running around he's just running around and that's very enjoyable because i think he just realizes the crowd is eating it up yeah they're reveling in the nostalgia Ugh, it was so fun did we talk about his outfit no let's go through that because it's worth an analysis he changes show to show for context and you can sometimes you can get like a sneak peek of what he's gonna wear because the designer or stylist i guess who picks what he's gonna wear for each show will post it last minute on his live and we're like what's he gonna wear what's he gonna wear yeah How and he went describe it he went with a baby blue wide leg pant and i'm sure the whole thing was gucci it was like suspenders and a pink gucci silky top with gucci emblems on it Mm -hmm. and like a white patent boot yeah it was very reminiscent of his fine line uh album cover which the crowd loved oh yeah they liked the connection it was it was joyful it was a joyful concert he does a good job making you feel just so in love with him for the entire time yeah and everyone thinks he's making eye contact with them and really he's just not but you can believe for a second that he is right i'm sure i squeezed bailey's arm (laughs) anytime he's within you're like that was for us (laughs) and i'm so sad because i really it's like you're trying to be in the moment so you don't want to take pictures but now i'm like i have like nothing i barely have any pictures to show for it i'm like wow i wish i had more to relive it and for context the girls like to the side of us behind us we are surrounded by phones they're all taking photos phones and posters the amount of posters in my face i learned at one point this is not a treat people with kindness thing of me but i pushed that girl's poster down and i said girl no and she looked at me so affronted and i was like it's in my face and for context, they also come with, it's not one poster. It's like four posters minimum. It's like something from Love Actually. You yeah, have a whole really slideshow. <laughs> it really is. It's absurd. Um, I'm trying to think of what else were my, oh, he did a little fun facts about Philly where he decided he, I have no idea. I don't know if this is true. He said that one in every six do- doctors trains in Philly. And I find that very hard to believe and impossible, but go off and then he was like home of wawa i have never heard a louder scream i always <laughs> think the loudest scream is like when you know he's about to take the stage or like he pops up mm-hmm. that's usually a loud scream no nothing beat the cries of wawa yeah the women of philly were like he knows us he it, knows us. it was feral furbies <laughs> just <laughs> And again, I don't know if we also talked about like how we were there for so long. Like we got there at four because of this weird lane one thing that Jeff Azoff runs, and the Azoffs just run everything, and it's such a monopoly. And I hate him for it. Mm-hmm. He's if for those of you who don't know, he is the son of Irving Azoff, and has been just kind of an agent for many years, but opened his own like, management company, and now represents all the young hottest stars and it's really hard not to be jealous of him because he just sort of has a perfect life outwardly at least it's not fair and it's so nepotism Mm -hmm. who does he represent he has Haim, harry who else lots of people but now they're escaping lizzo oh or did lizzo is she scooter i don't think so lizzo then yeah lizzo because that's how that's why they performed Yeah. yeah fascinating mm-hmm. again i'm so jealous um and then yesterday we also so that was 
one night and then the next night we or the next day we went to room shop vintage which is like i have so many scrunchies from there they've definitely been a legit shit on one of my episodes we got to go to her showroom you had to like dm dm her and schedule a little setup time and it felt so cool yeah it was awesome philly (laughs) if you guys haven't been to philly Maybe, like, the legit shit is the city of Philly this week, if I may insert myself into a legit shit moment. It's a very cool city. Oh, yeah. You were definitely going to be having to give a legit shit. So that can be yours. (laughs) (laughs) No, and many legit shits that I featured on here are Philly-based. I'm blanking on some of them right now, but my Drippy Pots, drippypots.com, that's a Philly dude. Holly Simple tarot card, my Oracle cards are from... Uh, she's a Philly designer. She's just a couple doors down from Room Shop. They're in this really cool converted high school. Like a creative collective where they each have a different classroom. It's awesome. I also found the people of Philly to be maybe more so than you would get in other cities. Like these small designers or makers. We've like DM'd them for tips of where to go and visit. And they're all very personable. So nice. Yeah, like really nice people. She gave us this long list of wrecks and cool vintage shops. Luckily, I felt pretty cool because we had already been to a lot of the ones she recommended. (laughs) (laughs) We also do our research, sort of. (laughs) No, but it was just so crazy seeing her space. And she gave us like sneak peeks. She has this cool collab coming out that I don't think we're allowed to spoil. But it's like with a very popular um cool girl brand yeah and like new bags that she's going to be creating i don't think that was too much yeah no she had this really cool denim coat that she had made and it was wild it had like scrunchy fabric in it everything i was very impressed and it was a good inspo moment for like two girls who want to be more creative in our lives because you could tell that she just she has the showroom and she's filled it with things that she loves and she's made a career out of it. Like, yeah. It seems to be growing. And she had her best friend with her visiting for the weekend. So it felt very serendipitous. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we were asking her, we're like, what can two single 30-year-olds do on a night out in Philly? And she was just like, I'm too old for that. I don't know. Even though she's not old. But then she DM'd me later and she's like, my husband, who's really cool, he says there's this party going on tonight. And sadly, we didn't go. And, you know, truly. A no, shame. Yeah. No regrets, but it would have been fun to see it. I think I I would not be cool enough for it. Elena would be cool enough for no, it. No, 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 no. <laughs> we for we went to this beautiful dinner. Zahav. Zahav, Yeah. And we got so full and we had a beautiful, exquisite drink pairing. And it was so special that I think we felt like it was nice to end the night on a good note. If we had shown up to this event and really felt uncool, it might have shifted (laughs) the tone. (laughs) It was also far away. That was the main thing. It was like we couldn't walk to it. It was like five miles out of the city. So it was definitely you'd have to car to it. But it was so nice at dinner because... We ordered the drink pairing and they kind of like were late giving us our first drink pairing. So I had to just be like, oh, like we just haven't got our drink yet because we were already done with our first course. And the guy was super apologetic, whatever. And when I got the bill, I realized they hadn't charged us for either drink pairing or our Turkish coffees that we ordered at the end. So I was like, good people. We love them. (laughs) It was so 
so nice. I was like, wow, this is like such a steal of a dinner. It was so nice. It's been one of my favorite dinners that I can think of for oh a really God. long time. That's why like I when I go to a city, I always want to try new places. But Sahab's a place I've been before. And I was like, we have to go back because they just keep bringing out food. Just constant little yeah, little abundance. It yeah. just feels so luxurious to have all of that food on your table at once. And everything is so good. Perry's where you got a little daiquiri at the end that was like spiced. The mm -hmm. Turkish coffee. Amazing. Amazing. Great, great times. I'm like already having, I, I told my sister before I came, I was like, I'm already sad for this weekend to be over. This is before I've even got on the plane to come to Philly. I'm like, I'm already sad and I'm really feeling that right now. Just so sad. I know. There's this unique kind of life hangover when you separate from hanging out with your best friend. It's like you feel the physical, it's kind of difficult because you feel the physical manifestations of all of your like antics you know like we've been standing at a concert we were jamming we walked all over the city of philly so you have the reminders of how much fun you had and yet you don't have the person with you that's why that's why i result to buying so many things today i have a feeling it's gonna be oh we're going hog wild i have a feeling because i need some like physical manifestation on my body exactly besides my creakiness and general like crunchiness that's how i always feel after a weekend of like eating and drinking a lot even though we have not been hungover we have not been schwasty i don't think we've barely even been tipsy well just want to create asmr this is my moment <laughs> <laughs> some iced coffee ASMR for you. Um, yeah, no, we've been, I feel like we've had really, there, it was the type of drinking where it's so nice and it tastes really special. We had, oh, what was the, what was in the, uh, the cocktail we had at the Jewish slash Oh my gosh, yeah, we went to this food. dim sum place and it was so good. It had cilantro, yeah, that's tequila, what... little peppercorns, I think, on top or mm -hmm. something. And then... What was the other? There was some I think other it was like pineapple or or citrus. It had like citrus. A fruit. It, was it citrus. was so good. That's one of also my favorite cocktails that I can remember. Yeah, Bing Bing. If you're ever in Philly and get the one that has cilantro in it, because I'm a big. I was telling Elena, I'm a big fan of putting basil in my drinks, but cilantro is a new one that I haven't tried yet. I also haven't tried cilantro. <laughs> Elena taught me about ASMR, so she's really leaning into it. I've just never had the chance to do it. <laughs> Watch out, YouTube. There's I'm a new... Curious. I'm curious what it's going to sound like. This may be edited out. I gave it oh, my shot. Oh, I, I apologize in advance, dear listeners. Like, nothing's getting edited out ooh, because ooh. I just got to... This has just got to get uploaded and go. I'm very late. It's the Sunday that I'm getting this up. But again, I wanted a special Elena moment with her actually on the mic. Again, the Taylor Swift one was very I don't think you could hear really what either one of us were saying because we we're literally like passing the mic back and forth and maybe this will all kind of be when we have our reunion episodes they're gonna just be helter skelter and people can expect that if we're gonna see each other in the near future we'll be recording something I like odd. that like a tradition yeah yeah, I'm sorry if you guys have no interest in us recapping our weekends, but honestly, I've listened to way more drivel on podcasts, so I, I think it's I like it. I like being voyeuristic same. And for, you know, behind the scenes of if you had never had the opportunity to meet Bailey in person, she genuinely, we did talk about cut articles. We're just not doing so here. <laughs> we, we talked through quite a few, actually. Well, there were some things I did want to touch on. Let's oh, do it. How did you feel? How do you feel about the Britney Spears engagement? 
I'm happy for her. I don't know well, why my voice didn't sound happy, but I am happy <laughs> yeah, for her. skeptical. I know. I'm, I am happy for her. I just feel like so, I don't feel like anything we get to see of her is an authentic, maybe it's more and more authentic now because she's less, but I, I always get like this paranoid feeling like something is not right. Something <laughs> is quite wrong. <laughs> not that she's like sick or I hope she's not, but you know, it's just an odd Celebrity engagements always make me uneasy. I can't think of one that I saw that I felt like wholeheartedly thumbs up about. I know. It's hard because I think like you want them to be able to celebrate and share it with the world, but you almost feel like you want to protect them by them keeping it private so that it's not this like let down if something goes wrong in the lead up to the wedding. Yeah. And you know what? And all I'm going to now justify my (laughs) reaction to this. You like I don't when I see engagement announcements generally I always think like mm, you sh- you should have maybe kept that to yourself <laughs> like, like I'm happy for people but I don't think it needs to be an entire photo shoot about it and I find those to be awkward and so yeah. well can I see something very shallow I yeah. hate when I see a unmanicured finger in an engagement shoe. Oh, I've seen some chipped <laughs> nails. That's what I'm saying. A, a bare nail, fine. A chipped nail? Yeah. Absolutely not. Honey, don't post it. Just don't. G- go go get your manicure, come back, and then show the ring. But if you I, must. I am happy. Are you happy for her? Now I feel like it sounds like I'm not happy for her, but I am. No, I am very happy for her. I feel like People say he's a really good guy, and I think when you're dating someone like Brittany and there's enough people kind of in your atmosphere, if you're shitty or you're doing it for the wrong reasons, I think that comes to the surface, and I haven't heard a lot of rumblings about that, that he's, like, in it for the wrong reasons, if you will. But he um, he did kind of have a weird, like, sponsored ring situation. Oh, don't love that. Yeah, it was kind of like an ad, but I'm also, like, Okay, he doesn't have as much coin as Britney, right? So if he wants to get her a nice ring and he can get an influencer deal on it, I mean, that's the world we live in. Yeah, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. I know, it does me too, but I'm trying to justify it because I want, again, I want them to be happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the, t- that's the <laughs> next article. No, wait, I have <laughs> one, there's nervous. one more comment I'm on nervous. this. Did you see how Octavia Spencer commented, make him sign a prenup yeah but then she did the backtrack did you see that? no yeah she's like last week i detracted from this beautiful woman's like positive news and i just want to say i'm happy for you and if i took away from your shine like i apologize well that's very like i think that might have been a pr guided move on her part and i don't think the first comment was so Mm -hmm. that's where i think the Mm -hmm. truth lies but um sam said of course it's gonna be ironclad oh which i also respect because i'm definitely a fan of a prenup i think it's so irresponsible on both parties parts not to get a prenup because i think people always view it as this negative thing that like oh the person with the more money and power is going to be the only one who benefits from the prenup but in reality i think it can give comfort to the person entering into it because sometimes it'll assure them a certain amount of money if they're in the event of a divorce or what would happen in the case of cheating or what like there's a lot of things that could be built into a prenup that you wouldn't be protected otherwise just from the like marital laws of a state and if you can't have the type of honest conversation you probably have to have in order to properly write a prenup then you maybe shouldn't get married oh exactly 
for sure. Like if you aren't on that level of comfort or you view it as unromantic, I just think that's really un- old fashioned and not with the times. Agreed. All right. We can move on from that, I suppose. Um, oh, I showed Elena Madonna's butt implants. Are those brand new? Am I or am I late to the? No, I don't. I don't. It's not brand new. I don't really know why this has like come up into the like media again, because this article that I was looking at is actually from January 4th, 2019. Hmm. Um, but I think recently there was a picture of her that kind of got people talking about it again. But well, I want to know, here's my, we were talking about the distinction between a Brazilian butt lift or an implant. And what I want to know is, does anybody have any good horror stories about popping butts? Because <laughs> that's my biggest, when I hear this, I think there's got to be a butt that popped somewhere. And I'm very uneducated in the logistics of it because I don't know if it's the same material as a, a booby implant. Which those don't, I don't think those really pop, even though I hypothetically they could. Well, you know what I often think of when I think of is that Nicki Minaj video where she, at the very end, she grinds on, or maybe it's a Drake video where she grinds on him and you see the, her butt reverberate because I think she's in a thong or something. And to me, I was like, wow, that looks really authentically like. Real? Like a flappy but like <laughs> so i think it might be i think it might be truly like a because you know it's a fat sack yeah i think it might be a similar yeah science so yeah i don't i don't know if it could pop but if you if you know of a story let us know mm-hmm. if you want to come on kind of cute podcast and tell me all about it i'm mm-hmm. here um it this is an article i just saw come up this is called northwest is goth now by claire lampin And this is a quote from Kim. I think this was when she was on the Ellen show. She said, North is like goth. She's into hot topics. She puts fake tattoos on her face and she listens to Black Sabbath. And she's just like a full goth girl. Do we think this is her auntie Courtney's influence? Oh, it might be. But I was going to say that if you haven't gone through that phase, how old is North right now? She's eight. Okay, that's a little bit young right? for when I feel like I ventured into the Hot Topic store. I feel like I was solidly like middle school. Yeah, I'm going to tell a story about Hot Topic you didn't ask for, but Can't wait. And I'm confident I've told you this before, so this is for the viewers. <laughs> when I was really into Hot Topic, I walked in once by myself because my mom refused to enter, and I was kind of whiffing the air because it smelled like fast food. And but I was like audibly whiffing and looking around because I was like, is somebody like carrying a bag of McDonald's or something? And a man who worked at the store who had, you know, at the time those really big cargo pants with like chains and pockets, oh, yeah. and they had millions of pockets. In the bottommost pocket, which was like close to the floor and really big, he had a bag of Kentucky Fried Chicken in his pants, <laughs> and he looked at me and he goes, "It's chicken." <laughs> That's my hot topic story. Did he offer you a piece? No, but he was delighted because he was like, oh, somebody noticed like that I'm walking around with chicken in my massive pan pocket. Wow, this reminds me of me trying to get the Dairy Queen sweater vest. Mm, That's a worthy topic. I can't believe the cut hasn't written about that. Yeah, so Dairy Queen, they sent out an email because obviously I'm on their email list. We're two girls who love a blizzard. Mm. What's your go-to blizzard order? 
Well, you know, it's changed as of lately because you introduced me to the cheesecake uh, Roy Royal. Oh, yeah. And I don't, it's I so haven't good. gone away from that lately. It's so, it has like a core of like strawberry and, oh, it's so good. But my, my usual like go-to order, like when I just want something basic is a Butterfinger Blizzard with chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm. I'm that telling has you, been your traditional. It is so good. My sister Danny turned me on to that, and two thumbs up. Yeah, but I, I guess if I had to pick a traditional, I'd get cookie dough or I like um, Reese's. Those would be more of like my childhood orders. Yeah. Have you tried the Butterfinger? I have with you. Oh, okay. and it's good. It's really good. Okay. Um. So anyway, so I'm on the email list. They sent out this email that is like. In two days from now, you're going to get the chance to be able to get a DQ sweater vest. Sweater vests are very in right now. And it was like kind of argyle print. It had a little pocket that would perfectly fit a blizzard and a little tiny pocket for the DQ red spoon. And I set my alarm. Did I get one? No. Spoiler. No, I didn't get one. If anyone got one and you would like to help a girl out, you know, I would pay for it. Yeah, I haven't seen any socials of people. I think, like, two people must have got it because right when I got on, the site wasn't working. The form wasn't working. I was, of course, like, scrolling through DQ's Instagram comments, and everyone was like, your site's not working. Like, I want my fucking sweater vest. <laughs> and um, so I, I didn't see anyone who successfully got one. So maybe it was all a ploy. Maybe the sweater vests don't really... I mean, they exist because they had sent some out to influencers ahead of time. But maybe it was just a whole big marketing thing. I don't know. I hope they do it again. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I don't know how I'm going to get it next time. But all right. So then another cut thing I want to talk about is... I've talked about him before. His name's Brock Collier, and he does this uh, series called Are You Coming? And literally his job is that he gets to go party with different people each week and live the life. Like, it's really hard seeing someone live my dreams. And he, on this most recent one, he went and hung out with Leah McSweeney and Kelly Catrone. They ate at an Indian restaurant and then, like, went to an after party together. And I just, it's not fair. And then he also went to... Casey Musgraves after party. So I wanted to read this um, little paragraph. I don't even remember which one this is from, if this, if this is from the Leah one or the Met Gala one. But he writes, Not all that glitters on Instagram is gold, and this year's parties seem messier than usual, and not in a fun retro type of way. I mean, can you imagine like getting to go to these parties and then just dragging them like that? You have context also year after year you're like oh best compared to last year this one sucks he says on tuesday i watched ella imhoff in a neon green furry bucket hat attempt to do the dougie at an event sponsored by the cool kid print product drunken canal as you know that's the one that caroline calloway's tight with they're all into like what do they call it dime square yeah very very niche new york and ella imhoff is of course uh first lady kamala's daughter stepdaughter met gala party Wait, is it her stepdaughter or her? Yeah. Okay. Um, I apparently, I think it was more of like a lead in. I think it was, this was for New York Fashion Week. Got it. Like where there's like a series of parties. Yep. Um, it, yeah, because it says then at Christian Siriano's towel party, they played three Gaga songs in 15 minutes. I mean, he's saying that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> the next night, g was arrested after a brawl at LeBain and a 
designers after party at Indochine? Chine? Indochine? I always say Indochine, but I have no idea. I watched a gaggle of Vogue editors smoke their lungs out after getting drunk and discovering the old-timey cigarette girls. What made me realize that New York was really back was how bitchy everybody got about everything. At Sarah Paulson's party on Thursday at La Avenue, Paris Hilton DJed to Don't Stop Believin', and Saks employees dropped sparkling confetti from the top of a stairwell onto selfie-snapping guests below, and he says people were, like, bitching about that. Mm. Um, I love that Paris Hilton DJed Sarah Paulson's party. <laughs> Does that make sense? Is there a connection there I'm not aware of? No, but I think Sarah Paulson is one of the... She's, like, when she's on Watch What Happens Live, she really has the the good tea you could tell that she's an avid pop culture kind of aficionado so oh maybe, really yeah. i thought she'd be kind of above that no she really engages does she like real housewives yeah she and she i think she avidly watches all of the series oh kind of like rihanna's also a big fan mm-hmm. and i love that so casey's party was at the boom boom room which is at uh, the High Line. Or no, I'm sorry, at the Standard, standard. on the but High these Line. These are all at the Standard. Like, I can't believe people still throw parties. Anyway. Doesn't that seem very, like, old? Like, 2008? Yeah, it's like a ditty party in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you have it? Where would you throw your after party? At Night Moves and next to Four Horsemen. That, like, little, um, you know, Day Moves and used to be, like, the cafe. Right now it's all closed, but you can privately rent night moves, which is set up with like speakers and they turn the floor red. And it's, you know, owned by the the guy from oh god, L C D sound system. That's sick. I haven't been there. I've been to Four Horsemen, but not Well, he they've been hosting parties there, cool parties, like Alexa Alexa Chung parties. So oh. it wasn't my own unique creative idea. <laughs> but also, um that other place I think would be cool that we were talking about Bimmelman's. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm saying it right. Agreed. Um, okay, so at this party, Josh O'Connor was there who plays Prince Charles in The Crown. And apparently he said, this is a great spot. It's cute, which is not how I would describe anything at the standard, but okay. Uh, oh, he sounds that I hate that. <laughs> he also said, um, Brock, the, the author, asked him about the Met Gala theme. American fashion and he said I don't actually know what that means I mean denim I like that I guess <laughs> Elena looks skeptical I just don't this guy I thought would have a lot more swag is he trying to be like aloof and charming oh, I think he sounds accessible I appreciate that I think he's lying oh you don't show up to the Met Gala and no even if you're a man I feel like they're kind of clueless sometimes the crown is too famo. He's done too much press to like sincerely answer with, unless he didn't know who this guy was, in which case there's some journalistic integrity. <laughs> okay. I also, it says that Julia Garner and Megan Rapinoe uh, were dancing and bopping around, which I'm like together. That's what I wanted to know. I'm like, did they know each other? Megan Rapinoe's the soccer player. Yeah. Uh, maybe. And then we have another Ella Imhoff sighting. She's with her boyfriend, and um, they're taking Instagram pictures in front of the skyline. So I'm like, girls making the rounds. 
What else do we have? Oh, Benito Skinner, who's Benny Drama on Instagram. He apparently was anxiously looking for his boyfriend because he couldn't find him. Then we had... uh... Sorry, guys. I'm like reading this as I go. Oh, oh, I loved this part. He says that he sees a guy that he just knows from casually going out in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And the Brooklyn guy says that he accidentally got into the party. He says, I don't know how I'm here right now, but I rode the elevator with Carly Kloss. And look how I'm dressed, he says, pointing to his T-shirt. Wow. So I'm like, is it that easy? Do you just waltz in? I think if you are with a group, perhaps, because I think security is not going to question. So you just got to time it right. Yeah. I wouldn't have the balls. I like to think I would, but I just truly would not. Well, the thing is, once you get up there, if you're by yourself, what do you do? Like, I, thankfully, he knew some. I mean, this guy's full of shit because if he's just showing up at random cool kid parties in Brooklyn, he knows what he's doing. He's not casually in Chelsea at the standard. Oh, you're right. He knew this party was going on. Right. For sure. Um, it says that. Timmy Chalamet comes through quickly in his admittedly lackluster all-white look. Agreed. I was very underwhelmed with his Met Gala look. Mm. I don't know if it's because he was a host. He was kind of trying to play it. But have you seen the Vogue reel of him dancing? No. You know how they do the reels? Yeah. It's redeeming. It's cute. Okay. I mean, he is cute. He says It says he talks to Julia Garner and then runs quickly out the door calling back, I got a roll. I got a roll. <laughs> I was telling Elena this story yesterday because I had read this article and... I was like, this just feels very, like, frat basement when you're down there and, like, the cool, like, FaceTimey kid walks in, like, does his hellos and is like, gotta roll. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kim Petrus was apparently dancing near the bar alone. And if you'll recall, she had the giant horse uh, protrusion out of her front. Um, and she says that she just really wanted to get a drink. She tells that to the author of the thing. So I was like, ooh. If you're FAMO and can't get a drink, that's not a good sign. This doesn't sound like a good party, frankly. Oh, this is kind of the point he gets to, that he's like, it's kind of just lame. Mm -hmm. Then this part I thought was intriguing. He says, Olivia Rodrigo is similarly tight-lipped, saying she needs to find her friends because she's not, quote, in the right headspace to chat. I was like, wow, brutal brush off. Wow. (laughs) Right? Do you think she was just overwhelmed? Well, that's not a very good PR response. No, maybe she didn't know he was a cut writer. I don't know. I feel like you would announce that, though, right? Like, you'd be like, oh, I'm so-and-so from the cut. Yeah. It's interesting, because I don't know how this works at those parties. I would expect that press has, like, a certain station, and that everybody's kind of, like, assigned, like, you're at this party you need to talk to. But his whole shtick is, like, he's just mingling, you know? Uh Uh-huh. So I don't know. And then it says, meanwhile, Lord appears a little lost, bumbling around in the mostly mirrored restroom maze, and Billie Eilish arrives in big platform boots to dance in the middle of the circle of her groupies. Okay. Huh. <laughs> then it says, Troy Savon glides in, and not to brag, tells me I look really great, at which point I black out and make some inane statement along the lines of, you were wearing black earlier, and now you're in white, which honestly is something I would say when confronted with the. I also, I think Troy Sivan is like, I, I root for him and I love that he came in and told him he looked great. That's a nice thing he to do. He seems so nice. We also both really liked his architectural digest. I loved it. Loved. Really Minus cool. Minus the carpet. Oh, the red carpet in the bedroom. Ugh. And the fact that that was a choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely no. 
Um, and then he's he's looking for Casey Musgraves, and a partygoer tells him that she's in her little booth eating french fries like a queen and there she was just giggling taking shots and selfies with drag race winner simone in the amber glow of the bar he writes and then this is what i was kind of saying earlier it says nevertheless despite the gross achievement and net worth of the celebrities in the room the party never really gets anywhere with vip guests rolling constantly in and out the door unlike madonna's pride party at the boom boom room back in june i think that is also part of the reason her butt implants came into she's been Mm. kind of like making the rounds a party that became one of the more iconic New York events of the summer and a rumored spreader event. Tonight is rather well-behaved. There's no specialty cocktails or gift bags or performances. It's exceedingly normal, if you can call anything about this star-studded meeting place photo op normal. Outside, where there's not even a crowd of people waiting to get in, Simone and her crew confirm some of my suspicions about where everyone is jetting off to. One word. Rihanna. Yeah. That's the party I want to hear about. Yeah, but we may never because she's just that. Like, she's A, 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 A plus level in my mind. Yeah. And you don't really know. It's eyes wide shut. So you think weird shit goes on? Uh, I don't know if weird. I just think it's like real true code of silence. Like, I don't even think you need to walk in with an NDA. If you're allowed into like her innermost sanctum, you know. Yeah. It's an unwritten rule. Yeah. Hmm. But what do you think goes down? Do you think there's drugs? Uh, Probably. But more so, I think... It just represents like a very elite level of cool. It might not even be a particularly glam event, but it's the type of party you really want. It's like a secret society or something to be at like a Rihanna party, which ultimately may not be that cool, but you feel cool because you're the innermost sanctum. That's how I think of it. One day we'll be able to go. I'm really counting on Alina. I always tell her this. I'm I'm like, I will ride your coattails. I've been telling her this pretty much since the day I met her. I haven't really been hauling. That is not my- true. <laughs> Every cool thing I've ever done is pretty much like, thanks to Alina. <laughs> feelings mutual. Yeah, we got to I do want to this year will be um, next year of my life. I want to really focus on manifesting. I feel like you've done a good job of setting an example there. And I haven't I'm not as clear-sighted in my goals I just think of kind of like overarching goals and I think you actually have to picture oh exactly it has to be exact I think we were doing this exercise last night that I love to do of like planning out your ideal day from start to finish when there's no constraints and you have you know travel like all the things that would normally be like annoying in everyday life you don't have that constraint on a perfect day and I think it's a really good exercise in just showing what you value and what you want and I mean I'm not gonna lie both of us did want celebrities involved in our day if Mm -hmm. that tells you anything again is that shallow maybe maybe it's shallow but I just want to meet these people it's like I sit here every week and I talk about them the chance to meet them in real life and have some context would be very helpful yeah I, I don't think it's that bad. It's better than saying, you know, there are a lot of worse things than just wanting to, like, have a simple chat with a famo. You're right. I'm like, I don't need a Ferrari. I just need, like... And we didn't have any of those types of... None of us wanted a jet or... A... I did say I would get multiple Chanel's because it's a great investment and I would love to own a Chanel. Yeah, but even the way you frame multiple... <laughs> like, multiple Chanel's is different from being, like, I would fill a house full of, like, every luxury. You know what I mean? I think we, in our mind, even though... It was our dream day. It was still within the bounds of 
like a modest dream. It was chaotically excessive, but not like it could have been worse. And it's very, it was very experience based. I think yes. the the material things we wanted were lit were paled in comparison to like the actual experience of like being in a beautiful place with people you love eating really good food having really good drinks like yeah all that stuff costs money but it's not the same thing as just like owning superfluous items right and I don't think like throughout it we didn't have a lot of it wasn't like a bunch of maybe Chanel came up but we didn't have a ton of like brands or like specific restaurants or it was all just sort of categories of like you would want a really beautiful meal, but you wouldn't. You didn't have like a specific type of. You know, yeah. so it wasn't that brand way it driven. Feel, yeah, it wasn't brand driven. Yeah, we were not sponsored. Our <laughs> dreams were not sponsored. <laughs> so I recommend you guys doing that exercise. Tell me about your dream day. Um, I think we're almost done. Do you have anything to add? No, I'm so honored to be here. I am. This mic is set up on uh, an ironing board. <laughs> And I wanted to paint that picture because it makes it feel even more fun. (laughs) It really works well as a stand. I hope you're comfy. Yeah. And our mics are both bedazzled. I'm just, I had the best weekend. So thank you, Bailey. Oh my gosh. Thank you for meeting me here and coming on Kind of Cute Podcast. Remember guys, follow me at Bailey Evan or at Kind of Cute Podcast. Please rate and review on Apple. It's easy. Five stars. Five star rating and a written review. I really live for the written reviews if you have something nice to say. I'm, I feel like I need a legit ship, but I don't know what it is. Fuck, I'm not prepared. Uh, yeah, no, we can, let's look around. Oh, I have one. Okay. We, this, we haven't bought anything from there yet, but if you've ever stopped by Philly, we went to a jewelry store called Ritual Shop, and I feel like they had really cute stuff. Some of it was um, made by a designer that's apparently in-house. It's very cool. And it, it's a really huge uh, price range. So you can get stuff, you know, in the double digits up to like $5,000. So I think there's kind of something for everyone. And it's very cute. We've been there twice. We probably are going back again today. <laughs> what else did we? Because um, we can't be saying. You've actually covered a lot of Philly. Oh, and Ritual Shop has an online shop. So if you just Google it, you can buy directly from their online shop. So that's a good legit shit. Good job, Elena. Thanks. <laughs> uh... Yeah, that's that's the one that comes to mind for now. Oh, I also really liked that record store. They had cool shirts. I completely agree. What was that called? <sighs> Shit. Started with an R. I don't know. It's like the most well-known record. I think like multiple people have recommended that to us in the vintage shop next door, which was very good. Retrospect. Retrospect. Yes. That was awesome. That's a legit shit. It um, was very, that was, it was a well-priced vintage. And again, Elena's so much cooler than me. Is that a vintage shirt you have on right now? It is. Oh my gosh, see, she's like vintage queen, and I'm just like ASOS, add to cart. Same. My jeans are from ASOS. <laughs> like, I like to think I don't contribute to fast fashion, but I'm also wearing ASOS shoes and um, an Amazon hair clip that's also been a past legit shit show. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. I'll see you in a few days since this is so late, and um, love you. Bye. We out. <laughs>